And good morning to you live from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. As we enter into this first Friday of the month of January in this new year of 2018, we enter into this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday, giving glory to the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Father Stosh Daly joining you from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, live in the studios, joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. Good morning. Good morning, Father. And as we begin this new year and this first Friday of the month of January, let us offer ourselves and all of our intentions through the morning offering prayer. And let's join together in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we're here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio on this first Friday of the month of January, celebrating the glory of the Lord's Sacred Heart, we invite you, as you participate in this hour, to please feel free to call in to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio with any questions you may have with regard to the reality of our Lord's Sacred Heart or bringing His Sacred Heart into our homes, into our lives, and even our places of employment or places of education. We have a phone number for you to give a call. We do. Joanne, you want to throw that number out? And Scott Williamson. Thank you, Scott, for being there. And he would love to talk to you and answer your questions and also help you to sign up for an enthronement. The number to call is 614-459-4820. So give St. Gabriel Catholic Radio a call and say hi to Scott. And we also have a website, sacredheartcolumbus.org, sacredheartcolumbus.org. And uh, certainly you can go on to that website. You can get some more information on what Father's going to be discussing today on the Sacred Heart and the whys and the whats and the hows. And um, also you can register. Register for the enthronement of the Sacred Heart means that one uh, prepares the way for the coming of the Lord into their homes and into their heart. Every month we have the privilege of spending some time together on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, learning a little bit more about the Lord's Sacred Heart and His passionate love for us. And as most of us are now in the grip of extremely cold, oh, and this is a weather, great program this you know, morning. You want to stay tuned. <laughs> you can stay in bed and listen from there if you have that opportunity, or while you're in the car or at work already. We mm-hmm. invite you to please join in as we learn more about the Lord's Sacred Heart and really that burning charity which emanates mm-hmm. warmth into our own souls and into our lives. And as we enter into this program. I think it it would do us uh, a lot of good just to keep in our minds and in our hearts all of our brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ who are suffering as a result of the inclement weather that is upon us and to offer them up to the Lord's sacred heart. And that opportunity to turn to the Lord, that opportunity to turn to his sacred heart as that source of refuge, as that source of warmth, as that source of true peace and everlasting joy, gives us an opportunity to understand that uh, bringing our Lord's sacred heart into our lives is not just or limited to hanging up a picture. It's about really transforming the way we live our lives and being true disciples of the Lord, being disciples of the heart. And we look for examples it, of Father. that. And exactly, propagating that devotion. And that even our Lord said, for those who will spread this devotion, yeah. what? Your names will be written on oh, my heart, never to be that effaced. That is an amazing promise. So we're all looking for that refuge and how to get to it. You know, my daughter has, uh, what she does, and I think it's something to really mention, is that she puts in a um, in a plastic bag, Ziploc bag, granola bar, water, but also that prayer to the Sacred Heart and the number of uh, the shelter. So if you see someone by the side of the road or that it's not just about giving them money it's also about giving them the hope of the lord and by giving them a you know little nourishment and refreshment but you're really giving them the lord also and they've people have been very appreciative especially during this uh, time of winter and cold weather i i really do pray for the homeless in a special way 
And as we enter into this、um, new year, you know, everyone is surrounding themselves with resolutions、oh, and、yeah. uh, promises and commitments、oh, and、yeah. plans. And,、uh, <laughs> you know, what better time as we're in the midst of all of these overwhelming invitations to consider how we're going to change our lives? Um, and then, of course, a month from now, everyone will deny that they made any oh, resolutions. Oh, I'm going to be very thin <laughs> in just four weeks. <laughs> So, in this time or this season of making new plans and resolutions, you know, really it is a perfect opportunity to go to something that is so basic, so fundamental, but so life giving. And that is in the new year, commit yourself to giving yourself over just a little bit more or a lot more, preferably to the Lord. And one of the greatest ways we can do that is by bringing the Lord into our homes, bringing the Lord into our lives. And allowing him to reign within our hearts. And in this segment, we're going to cover what it means to do an enthronement, what it means to have the Lord be brought into the home, how to enter into、uh, a beautiful phrase of like an exchange of hearts. But as we look ahead and we kind of evaluate in the Lord's light and glory how we are called to allow him to enter into our lives,、uh, we're looking ahead and we have some very beautiful, special, life giving events coming forward. Uh, towards us. Tell us about them, Father. Well, you know, one of them is oriented more towards women and one is、yes. oriented more towards men. We're so, different. Joanne, highlight、uh, what's coming up in a month and a half for women in the、uh, central Ohio area and how we encourage all of those who are able to attend to please do so. Well, the women's conference, many of us already do know about it, but some have still not been able to attend or This is a special year. Every year is a special year. Now there's up to 3,000 women taking that day of just fellowship, renewal.、Uh, we have、uh, many organizations represented, opportunities for、uh, learning and for growth, and even a little shopping, Father. There's some <laughs> very nice little <laughs> <Yes> . jewelry <laughs> and picture items. So the conference this year is February 17th. From 8 to 4 30, and that's the Ohio Expo Center. And、um, just make sure that you go online and register. There's going to be a time at St. Gabriel that's going to be for an early registration,、uh, registration drive, and that will be January 19th and the 20th, and there'll be discounts offered during that time. Actually, the discounts are currently offered、oh, now. Oh, thank you, Chuck. Up until that time. Oh, yeah, not to be outdone、so、today. by the beautiful Christian women of our area, Chuck. We have a conference that follows the very next week for We all of the men. Yeah, we're, we're really excited this year, Father. And、uh, it's going to be February 24th. And both conferences are going to be held at the Ohio Expo Center,、uh, the Cardinal Hall, like last year. And this year for the men, we're really blessed to have three wonderful speakers Jeff Cavins, Chris Safonic, and Dr. Scott Hahn. And I don't think we've ever had, and I know our program director here, Dave Orsborn, is also program director of the men's ministry where we've had. Yay, Dave! What, what we have <laughs> is three terrific speakers. Very engaging. And all of them. they are going to be outstanding. And I know the men are excited. That's going to be February 24th. And as Joanne mentioned, we do have a regist- registration drive.、Uh, it's going to be a joint one by the men and women on that weekend, January 20,、uh, 19th and 20th. And by the 21st, if you have not registered, the price goes up $5. So there's some savings to this. So we, we ask you to call in and certainly register or not even just call in. Go to Catholic Men's. Uh, ministry website, which is CatholicMensMinistry.com, or to the women's red,、uh, website. ColumbusCatholicWomen.com. Yep. And thank you, Father, for allowing us to share this. And I think we will have、um, Sacred Heart, we'll have a booth at both conferences. Oh, yeah. And you have an opportunity to sign up and register. For the enthronement, or just stop、yeah. by, say hello to Joanne or myself. And you know, if you've already participated in bringing the Lord's Sacred Heart into your home, we invite you to stop by the Sacred Heart Columbus booth at those conferences and just let us know how things have progressed in your life since you set out upon that new journey of living life with the Sacred、stories. Heart. And you know, as we're in this new month, this new year, 2018, of course, we're all trying to figure out how to adjust putting. 
one eight at the end of our <laughs> date now versus like one seven. Like a snowman, that little eight. Ah, <laughs> so, uh, there we go. And now, yeah, snowman, Sacred Heart. <laughs> And here we are setting out our new opportunities for the year. And primary among all of those is living our lives in complete union with the Lord. Living our lives in complete union with the Lord and bringing His sacred heart into our own lives. And what better way to do that than by joining with our brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ at these conferences. Uh, I've been very blessed uh, to be able to participate in the conferences off and on over the years, usually as a confessor. And I cannot highlight the importance and the significance of using the opportunity at the men's conference or the women's conference to make a good, holy confession. How uh, many priests, Father? I know that almost oh, 3,000 women, all yeah. and men, do receive the sacrament. I think there are like 40-some priests. It, at least, it's at just, least, yeah. And, just you know, beautiful. And it is it is really beautiful, and it's very powerful, and it's very moving, especially to our brother and sister mm-hmm. Christians who are there who are not Catholic. And they see the lines form for confession, yeah. and they see the fervent desire to be forgiven. And uh, to think that there at the state fairgrounds, you have like an epicenter of God's grace during yes. these conference days. I mean, it's just the mercy that's being outpoured upon the literally thousands upon thousands of men and women, depending upon the conference. It's nothing short of beautiful, and it gives you an opportunity to prepare your heart for that union with our Lord Jesus Christ that he wants to have with each and every single one of us. So as we look forward, you know, the invitation has been extended. The encouragement is ongoing. Consider bringing the Lord's sacred mm-hmm. heart into your home in this new year. Uh, in a striking way through the enthronement of the Sacred Heart, but then also engaging the community of fellow disciples by living and by participating in those conferences that are coming up in February. Once again, the Women's Conference is on February 17th, and the Men's Conference Mm -hmm. is a week later on February 24th. And uh, to enter into that environment is... It really is transformed. It's not some big, cold, cavernous hall. It's transformed into a beautiful environment. It's so joyful. And one of the the benefits of coming is you realize you're not alone. Exactly. That there are 3,000 yes. men or yeah. 3,000 yeah. women, yeah. but it's the fellowship. It's the fellowship between the women, and then it's the fellowship between the men to really just strengthen our walk with Jesus Christ and to hear some witness stories and to be with men that might need to be lifted up, Father. Absolutely. And we, each one of us have so many difficulties and challenges in this world. Uh, you know, of course, the weather is being oppressive right now. But, you know, we find many difficult storms within our souls. There's a coldness mm. within the human heart, which is more tragic than the coldness in the weather. Well and the said. only way to warm that coldness of the heart is first by returning to the Lord. And as we draw closer to the Lord Jesus, he opens the eyes of our minds of our hearts, of our bodies, towards all of the others who are also following Mm -hmm. him. And that's one of the beautiful things about the enthronement of the Sacred Heart is when you set out upon bringing the Lord's Sacred Heart into your life, into your home, Mm -hmm. you don't do it alone. Mm -hmm. There are missionaries there to accompany you. There's uh, resources given to assist and to aid you, to guide you through the prayers, to give you something to consider and to meditate. And the reality of entering into the warmth, into the love of the Lord's Sacred Heart is entering into the fullness of the Christian community. And we're not these islands separate from one another. We're actually a community, a family of divine love. Father, you just say it so well. And to just, you know, just make sure we emphasize you do not need to do anything but open the door. Just allow the missionaries to come in with the statue of Our Lady of Fatima. She paves the way. She helps to prepare. We bring pictures. We bring manuals. We bring rosaries. We're not there to see a home. We're not there for any really hospitality other than right. opening up your heart. And uh, it is so powerful. The missionaries of the Sacred Heart are on a tour of souls, yeah. not a tour or parade of homes. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. We're not taking photos and making real estate brochures. No, we're there to really um, visit souls and to help mm-hmm. them grow in their love for the Lord. And and we get questions all the time, questions that come in through St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, questions that come into Sacred Heart Columbus through the website, through the phone, through mail. And one of the most basic questions is, Father, why? Mm. Why do I have to do the enthronement? Why should I do the enthronement? 
It's a good question. And the answers, we don't have enough time on air to go why through all of them. Why not? Exactly. That's the shortest <laughs> answer is like, why not? But there are those who do want more words. You know? so, and it, you have them on the DVD, Father. We go through a long catechesis, but it's broken up over uh, nine segments, 10 to 12 minutes each one. But, you know, in response to that question, you know, Father, why should I do the enthronement of the Sacred Heart? You know, I go to Mass. Uh, I try to do what I'm supposed to do as a faithful Christian. Uh, but why? And that question is a burning question. And, of course, Joanne, you're right. Well, why not? But it comes down to a mm-hmm. lot of times that ignorance factor. They don't understand that when we go into Holy Mass, when we live our life of prayer, you know, by entering into the church, adoring the Lord, going to confession— we're entering into his home. We're mm-hmm. entering into his palace. We're entering into his house, the church. But the Lord doesn't want to stay there. The Lord wants to, wants to enter into your home. He wants to enter into your palace. He wants to enter into your house. He wants to enter into your apartment. He wants to be where you live every moment of every day, just as much as you want to be with him at Mass or in prayer or in adoration. And it comes down to that beautiful phrase, that a very powerful and beautiful and very gifted priest gave to us is the exchange of hearts. Oh, Father Larkin. Father Larkin, a beautiful priest who spent the majority, if not all, of his priesthood promoting, advocating, and defending the reality and the centrality of the Lord's Sacred Heart in the life of the Christian. Father, tell us about Father Larkin, because I think this year we've really made and are going to make a special effort to read his writings, to get to know him better because of the treasures that he unlocks for us. But let's first give a phone number. Oh, People yes. People might be ready Thank to call you, in. What is it, Joanne? The number is 614-459-4820. Give Scott a call. And go ahead, Father, and just share a little bit about Father Larkin, Francis Larkin. Well, you know, in the life of our holy faith, in the life of our church, every age the Lord raises up individuals who are just passionate and they're in love with him. And he raises them up as good examples or beacons mm-hmm. of hope, almost lighthouses in the darkness of this world as just to, when we how need to it. illuminate the way, how to, how to know where to go. And Father mm-hmm. Francis Larkin was one of those beautiful souls. He was a priest, uh, you know, originally studied for the priesthood in Belgium and was ordained there. He was the first American-born priest of the Congregation of the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary, the same congregation which has given to Holy Mother of the Church, St. Damien of Molokai. And Father Larkin was the national director of the enthronement of the Sacred Heart since 1943. Uh, he was also the director of the United States Cause for Canonization of now St. Damien of Molokai. And uh, he authored and co-authored many books. In fact, a lot of you, um, if you find books in like old bookstores or in throwaway you piles. You can go on Amazon And also. Amazon as well. Yep. You'll find books. And most of them, most of them came to us through Father Larkin, a beautiful soul who was fiercely given over to the love of the Sacred Heart. And he picked up this cause of bringing the Sacred Heart into every Christian home, into every Christian soul. He picked up that cause and ran with it from Father Matteo. Father Matteo, who really mm-hmm. brought the devotion of the Sacred Heart into the home through what we call the enthronement, or making the Sacred Heart the center of the Christian home. You know, I love it, Father, when in that book he starts off really challenging, just like you did earlier, challenging everyone to say, if you have tried everything, but things are not working out in the family, for some reason you feel that God has abandoned the family. And I know Joanne and I feel this way, that Every family today needs help, Father. Everyone's under assault. Yeah. You just got to start there. Everyone is under assault. The purity Mm -hmm. of the heart, the dignity of our humanity, the integrity of our lives, it's all under attack. Mm -hmm. And But the Lord wants to be our defense. And he says, if you haven't tried the means given to us by our Lord Jesus himself, this is what Jesus gave to St. Margaret Mary. And what he said is, whenever the heart, whenever the image of my sacred heart is publicly exposed in honor. I will pour out graces of sanctification and salvation. I will touch unfeeling hearts. And I think, Father, it's Jesus who is telling us this. Exactly. It's is the that, words of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> He's telling us to do this. Exactly. I mean, the Lord is pleading, begging, commanding, mm. and inviting. Mm. 
Mm. You know, he's pleading, he's begging, he's commanding, and he's inviting every Christian, every disciple of his own to bring him into their homes, to bring him into their lives by exposing his sacred heart in the midst of where they live. Hmm. You know, when we bring his sacred heart into our home, it's not sticking it in the broom closet and saying, okay, Lord, shine from within Hmm. there. It's like, no, bring his heart into that kitchen, into the living room, into the common room, you know, into that place where the TV reigns. Well, dethrone the TV and allow Hmm. the Lord to reign. You have that image there. And bringing that image of our Lord's sacred heart uh, into one's home into a place of honor and significance and importance or a high traffic zone, you know, wherever you're always walking by, that's the first step. That's not the only step. The second step is just as important. It's once we bring the Lord's sacred heart into our home, it's paying attention to him, allowing ourselves to every time we pass by that image of our Lord to understand he is dwelling within as much as there's an image of him hanging there on that wall. He seeks to dwell within our hearts. And I like to think of it in this way. We bring the tabernacle into our church when the church is newly opened and blessed and dedicated. We bring the tabernacle there. The priest, or if the bishop's there, they place our Lord in the Holy Eucharist in that tabernacle for the first time. And then from that moment on, what happens? Anytime we enter into the church, what do we do? We genuflect, or if we can't genuflect, we bow towards the tabernacle. We always give that attentiveness to the presence it's the same in the home. We bring our Lord's sacred heart into the home, and we don't just forget about him. Now it comes to giving that attentiveness to him. And we have several images. You don't need to just have one because um, because we do have other rooms in the home, and Absolutely. we do, do need to keep that remembrance. And I love what uh, Father Larkin also suggests is when you pass it, or in the morning, I have a special chair I sit in, have a cup of coffee, and you know, say some prayers in the morning, but to just offer up a little prayer. And he says, you know, say, say to the Lord, I believe in your love for me and my family or Jesus. I trust in you, Jesus. I love you. And just, you know, as you say, father, acknowledge his presence, acknowledge him and love him. It can be very short. And uh, I made a homemade little uh, plaque in the kitchen. Jesus, I trust in you. It's one of my favorite ones on a piece of wood. It doesn't have to be something you go into a gift shop and you can also, um, of course you need a, you know, if you're not an artist to make a picture of the sacred heart, but uh, write a little prayer, make up your own prayer from your heart and speak from the heart, highlight the difficulties you're facing. And this is the thing, you know, I remember when I was, um, uh, a newly ordained priest stationed at one of our larger suburban churches, and I would visit the children of the parish who were in the local high schools. Mm-hmm. And I would I would ask the uh, young men, um, how do you pray? What do you pray? What are the words you say when you mm-hmm. pray? And you know, they would just kind of fumble and drop the ball and highlight, well, you know, I, I don't, I, I try to say these prayers that I remember learning. I said, those are good. Those are beautiful. But what about the reality of the burdens you carry within your heart? Do yeah. you offer those up in prayer? You know, do you highlight and say, Lord, today's a very difficult day, to, uh, day today. I'm struggling with balancing my studies. I'm balanced and struggling with balancing my respect for family. You know, offer all of that up in yeah. the words that come to mind that bring out from the soul whatever burdens you're carrying. Sometimes, you know, we get uh, really dismayed and distracted by the formality of respect without realizing that formality of respect in our prayer life is there to enhance the engagement of conversation. Isn't it kind of like a launching pad? Absolutely. Some of the, you it's know, like a prayers of the church, like Absolutely. a diving board. Exactly. It launches a, you into the intimacy. It's a beginning, not yes. an ending. Yep. And I love what Father Larkin says, is, as Joanne mentioned, it's a launching pad. It's a kickoff. That is the enthronement. We witness your enthronement. But what he's saying now is you have an opportunity for a new way of life for you and your family And that's what he says, Father, by honoring the Sacred Heart. We can't just leave the image there. We have to talk to that image through good morning, Jesus, morning prayer, Jesus. I want to offer to you. There are different ways, but I think we have to make Jesus more of a friend of the family. The, it's the guest and the friend, yeah. or as in the I words of the enthronement, the king, the brother, the friend, the guest and the friend. And it's not just about families, of course. It's about college students. It's about uh, single people. 
it's not just for families. It's not, but at the same time, I think we have to remember, people get stuck on saying, well, I live by myself, so this mm-hmm. isn't for me. It's like, that's part of the problem. We think too much about ourselves. Uh-huh. The enthronement brings us into the family of God. Oh, I like that. And so that. whether we live alone or whether there's 10 people in our home, whether yeah. we're a student with a dorm mate that we don't really like or get to know or you know we pray is always gone i don't know you know it doesn't matter the enthronement brings us into that family of god and it unites us to the saints it unites us to all of those who knelt before the lord's sacred heart and people will oftentimes call in with very very noticeable sadness in their voice and say well is the enthronement just for families because i live by myself it's like the reality is as a christian you're never alone (laughs) and the enthronement is what makes that boldly clear you know, it unites us to one another and it keeps us in solidarity. That powerful word that John Paul II gave to us. You know, when we give ourselves over to the sacred heart of Jesus, it unites us in solidarity with all of the other disciples around the world. And when someone says, well, I struggle with loneliness. And it's like, if the Lord's sacred heart is in your home, mm-hmm. there's no way you can be lonely unless mm-hmm. you're purposely ignoring him. And that's, you know, it's, it's sometimes hard to hear, but it's something we all have to face. And when we commit the sins of pride or arrogance in our souls— you know, the first question I ask myself when I make those sins is, you know, how often have I ignored the Lord? Because he's closer to me than I am to me. And if I'm making those sins, it's like I've been ignoring him and he's so close and his heart is everywhere. And I love that that phrase, the exchange of hearts. Like I'm supposed to give my heart to him. Oh, I was and thinking he will give of his that heart same to me. thing. Father, you're getting me fired up <laughs> well, let's, in this let's new year. Up, fired yeah. up. Let's, let's give the opportunity for everybody to call in now. Yeah. Uh, 614-459-4820. And the reason you're calling is you've been nudged. Right, Father? They've been nudged through the Holy Spirit that this is the time that we need to enthrone our home to Jesus. Because no longer whether it's Joanne and I, parents or individuals, whatever, you can't handle the life today by yourself. No, you can't not handle at all. what do you call it? The issues going on, the many issues going Absolutely. on. And we need Jesus more than ever. And that's what this enthronement is bringing Jesus into your home. Number one, as Father talked about, through the enthronement. And then number two, honoring Jesus by bringing him into your family, by being a friend of his, saying good morning to him, walking by by the image. And I think most of the times we see a lot of people enthroned their homes, they check the box, Father. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. one and done, and it can't be Mm -hmm. one and done. No, it can't be. And maybe expound a little bit on that before we close. Well, you know, and I think a lot of times we're here at the beginning of the year, and I'm inviting you, I'm I'm challenging you. If you're thinking of how you live your discipleship, how you live your life, and you say, I don't pray the way I should pray. Mm. Or, you know, I'm living with my spouse, and we don't pray as a team. We don't pray as a couple. We don't pray as one. Oh, you just feel flat. Or that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I just feel <laughs> flat when I'm supposed to be hilly, I guess. <laughs> so, or I have a family, and we don't pray as a family. This is the challenge. Start the process of the enthronement. Mm-hmm. And the process of the enthronement brings out the desire to pray as one. And it gives you the opportunity to enter into the mysteries of the rosary, the litany of the sacred heart, the prayer to the sacred heart, the different prayers that you can pray as one, one united with the Lord, uh, one as a couple praying in unison, one as a family praying together, one as an individual who feels united in prayer, who knows they are united in prayer with the broader Christian community. The enthronement is what brings us together as individuals. And for those who are thinking, okay, I've done the enthronement, now what's next? You know, mm. I keep hearing this, and it's like, okay, open your heart to the presence that you've acknowledged and welcomed into your home mm. through the greetings throughout the day, through that interior dialogue with the Lord. And, you know, when you open up your mail and you realize, mm. I don't really like what I'm reading here, mm. that's when you go to the Lord. Mm. You know, it's that bill and say, I forgot I bought that, now i got to pay for it. <laughs> you know, Go to the mm. Lord and ask Him to reorient, rearrange your life. When you have that difficult conversation with your loved ones or the awkward conversation with your neighbor, it's in that moment you say, Lord, I need you to be present in these words. I need you to be at the center of this relationship. When you see that individual with whom you struggle day in and day out, and you think, I don't know if this ice is ever going to thaw. Well, if the Lord is in your heart as you're entering a conversation with that person that you really struggle with, if the Lord is there, he will make it possible. He's not necessarily going to make it easy, but he's going to make it possible and doable because you're going to see the Lord there in that conversation, and he's going to show you, he's going to enlighten you how he loves the other, and then you're able to love them as he does. Father, that is so well said. 
our Bible study, we go around after a holiday and we call it the rose and the thorns. <laughs> and because every rose has a thorn. Doesn't it? And yeah. but we're not looking for the thorns. They're just there. And it is amazing, even though we've been through a wonderful Christmas season, we're still in the season, that the thorns, the pricks, the hurts. Yeah. You know, everyone. And yet then we come together and pray. And really, that's what the Sacred Heart Enthronement is all about. It's about helping our Lord exchange our, you know, hardened hearts. And our, our wounded hurt, hearts. Our wounded hearts. Wounded hearts, yeah. And, and connecting with his beautiful heart and uh, finding that peace and joy. You know, we're looking for the joy. We're looking for the peace. We're looking for the Lord. And as we enter into this new year and on this first Friday of the month of January, a day dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, if you're listening to us here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, uh, Chuck and Joanne Wilson and I, Father Stosh, we invite you, we beg you, uh, to really consider the way in which you can bring the Lord's Sacred Heart into your own heart. And you can give your heart to the Lord, bring the Lord into your home, bring the Lord into your car, bring the Lord into every conversation you have. And in the words of our Lord Jesus Christ himself, Jesus said, I will bless every home in which an image of my sacred heart will be honored, Mm. in which my heart will be the focus of your life. Beautiful. So we bring to a close this first segment of the Sacred Heart Hour, and I invite you to please join me in prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Sacred Heart of Jesus, bless with peace and happiness the family which you chose for me on earth. We wish to dedicate ourselves to you in a special way and to honor your sacred heart in our home. Keep us from danger. Give us help in time of need. And give us the grace to be more like your own holy family. Fill our home with your peace and love and be the king of our souls. Keep us from all sin. And may your sacred heart live and reign in our family. The Sacred Heart of Jesus, we adore you. Amen. Amen. Dr. Lewis and Integrative Pediatrics of Ohio is now Sancta Familia Center for Integrative Medicine and has moved to 5925 Cleveland Avenue, Suite A. Online at SanctaFamiliaCenter.com. Set aside time, just a portion of a day, to work on something that has eternal consequences. The most important thing, your relationship with God. Attend the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference on Saturday, February 17th. Or the Men's Conference on February 24th. Online registration is now open. And early bird discounts are available, but only for a limited time. Register today for your discount tickets to the February Columbus Catholic Women's and Men's Conferences at stgabrielradio.com. Hi, Vince DeAndrea from Miracle Motor Mart. Miracle was selected as National Independent Quality Dealer, and I'd like to share a letter from one of our customers. Dan says, Having known Mike DeAndrea and his staff for well over 30 years, I can attest to their quality customer service and their commitment to delivering an unmatched customer experience. I have personally purchased my last 10 vehicles from Miracle Motor Mart, and if my extended family is included, that number jumps up to over 28. Dan goes on to say that Miracle is fair, knowledgeable, and removes any apprehension that may exist when making such an important purchase. Finally, he adds, I live well over 100 miles away from their two locations in Columbus, and it's worth the trip. Sincerely, Daniel Horgan, Mayor of Akron, Ohio. Thanks, Dan. This is Vince DeAndrea from Miracle Motor Mart, and you can call me personally at 614-774-2287. Miracle Motor Mart, where we treat everybody like the mayor. Running a business is tough. When our networks crashed, we were losing upwards of $1,000 a day because we couldn't service our customers. So we called HMB for help. Their network engineers quickly assessed our problems and went right to work fixing them. We now have 99% uptime and 24-7 support. If your technology is slowing you down, I highly recommend you visit HMB's experts at hmbhelpsit.com. At Mount Carmel, you are the reason for everything we do, why we seek the best people and invest in the best equipment so you can get better, so you can live, work, play, love. Mount Carmel, because of you. 
Good morning once again. This is Father Stosh Daly coming to you live from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio Studios, joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. Good morning. Good morning, As Father. As we celebrate this first Friday of the month of January, dedicated to our Lord Jesus and His Sacred Heart. We invite you to join us as we commend ourselves and all of our intentions and all of our brothers and sisters to the Lord's mercy, to the Lord's grace, and to the Lord's love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessings on all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. For those of you who have uh, recently joined us, as we enter into this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday, uh, the month of January, a day that is on a monthly basis dedicated towards bringing all of us before the Lord and His Sacred Heart. We're highlighting the great opportunities we have to us as we enter into this new year, the first of which is to begin new in our spiritual life. Bring the Lord's Sacred Heart into your home by bringing the Lord's Sacred Heart into your life and allowing ourselves to enter into that beautiful phrase that is the exchange of hearts. Catherine of Siena, the beautiful saint and doctor of the church, she yearned for that complete union with the Lord so much so that she was given a mystical exchange of hearts. The Lord removed from her her heart, and he placed within her that of his own. And yet when those of us who participate in the Sacred Heart devotion, when we bring that image of the Sacred Heart into our lives, through our homes, when we do the enthronement, we acknowledge him as the king, brother, and friend, as the guest and friend of those who dwell there, we enter into that same exchange of hearts. Mm. We live with his heart as our own, and we offer our hearts to him. And uh, in addition oh, to that exchange of hearts... Beautiful father. <laughs> well, thankfully, I didn't author it. I'm just <laughs> quoting all the great saints. You know? <laughs> Sales, not management. Sales, not management. I That's like what I remind that. myself. I like that. <laughs> Chuck, as former management, can acknowledge what a good salesman is. You know? <laughs> so, but we bring our Lord into the home. We bring our Lord into our hearts. And we have some awesome opportunities coming up over the next couple of weeks to help us really live out our discipleship. Later on in this month of January... We Catholics and uh, all Christians have an opportunity to uh, unite ourselves in prayer and in penance as we unite ourselves with those who are making pilgrimage to our nation's capital to participate in the annual March for Life. This year, the March for Life will occur on uh, January 19th. It's a Friday. Ooh. There are many buses it's leaving be so from powerful. all over. Now, do you have a bus, Father? From Holy Family, we do have a bus, and we actually have 10 or 11 open seats, and it's about 25 bucks to go. It's, Is that uh, all? We no, call the red eye. Does it have any heat? The bus will have heat. We can offer you heat, and we can offer you a chair. Okay. Uh, and wheels that move, yes. <laughs> we can't offer heat once we're there, but going there and coming home, we will have heat in the bus. And, uh, you know, and it gives you a beautiful opportunity to unite with those who are also there to pray and to give witness to the sanctity and the dignity of every, and I say that again, of every human life from conception to natural death, and to show our government, the leaders of our world, and everyone in our nation that life is authored by God and God alone. And thankfully now we have, you know, more and more leaders of our nation who have declared, you know, their allegiance to the, the gospel of life. Yeah. The sanctity of life. Absolutely. So exciting. And if you're not able to go to the March for Life in Washington, D.C., we have local events here since it's the uh, state capital of Columbus. We have events here for those to gather at the state house and to pray and give witness to the sanctity of life. And if you're not able to participate in those events um, because EWTN, of work, school, Father. pay attention through EWTN, but also pray. Yeah, pray for those yeah. who are making that journey because it is a pilgrimage. Yep. It's not a vacation. It's not skipping school. But there it's a is pilgrimage. there's a joy there. Oh, it's a big Catholic family reunion. Oh, it's just, you know, you run into And how many young seen. people in the beginning? Thousands. When and we thousands. went, it was mostly older people. And yeah. now, the really. Well, you, you were know, a little the bit younger gener- back then, uh, Joanne. Yeah, I was a lot younger. <laughs> <laughs> I remain neutral. <laughs> no, she is younger today than ever. But there, there is a special grace for those who are actually there, and it's cold. Absolutely, it's you know that's part of it. It's a true so. pilgrimage. 
You know, and then shortly after the March for Life on January 19th, looking into the month of February, we have two absolutely awesome, incredible events, which really, I, I'm not ashamed to say, and I'm not boasting or exaggerating, people look at Columbus from all over the country because of these two events. I think we're the largest conferences now in the country. I, I know the women. It's the largest women and what probably the, the largest men. men. No. Yeah. So we have the Women's Conference, the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, which is going to be held on uh, Saturday, February 17th. And then the Catholic Men's Conference is held the following Saturday, February 24th. And uh, we really encourage and invite and uh, just uh, warmly extend that hand of welcome to you to consider attending those conferences. They are powerhouses of grace. They are epicenters of God's love. The Women's Conference and the Men's Conference both involve Holy Mass, confessions being offered, and incredibly dynamic and powerful speakers. You always hear something that the Holy Spirit wants you to hear and walk away with. And uh, for the men, there's incredible opportunities uh, for fraternity. And for women, you have that incredible opportunity to unite bonds of friendship. And as Joanne reminded me, to also shop. Just a little shopping. <laughs> and we have Adoration Father. And oh, our, Lord, yes. our Lord is adored throughout He's both there. conferences. He is present. And you can register for both of these conferences by going to stgabrielradio.com. Chuck, do you want to give the clue about the the registration? Yeah, and and we want to also talk about this uh, registration drive at St. Gabriel. I can't thank St. Gabriel enough for the partnership that they have created with the men's and women's. And uh, they have a registration drive. It will be on January 19th and 20th. And up until that time, we're offering a discount of $5. And then after that, it will go to full price. And when we talk about full price... That covers a little bit more than 50% of the conference cost. The only way that we can have this conference and hold the prices the way we do is through our sponsors. What is the price? The price is $35 up until uh, January 21st, and then it goes to $40. And what is it, Father, for the uh, students? $25 for students. And it's now 20 Now it's 20 So beforehand. And okay. lunch is included. Right. And if you need a sponsorship to either conference that is open and that's available and the catholic foundation helps us in underwriting those sponsors there's no reason you don't come personal invite is going out through the airways right now to each one of you pray to jesus and i know that you will be able to come to that conference and be renewed and father that's what we're really talking about the renewal how does this connect to the sacred heart father well, in today's age, the Lord wants to renew all of humanity. Mm. He wants to renew us in our humanity by bringing us together, by helping us to acknowledge the beautiful and profound truth that no one is apart mm. from the family of God. No one is apart. The Lord wants us all in the family. Mm. And in order to be in that family, in order to be truly alive in the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to be in union with his heart. You know, we need to beat, have our own hearts beat in union with his heart. We need to have our minds think in union with the mind of Christ and to allow the Lord's will to reign supreme within our lives. And the best way to do that is by making a profound act, a declaration, a public statement that Jesus Christ dwells in my home. Hmm. Jesus Christ dwells with me in my home, and he is the guest, he is the friend. And since he is there... And I'm remaining open to him and open to the promptings of the Holy Spirit he pours forth upon us. There then becomes that beautiful exchange of hearts. You know, he lives in us and we live in him. And uh, the, like Chuck said earlier, you know, these words that come to the enthronement, they come from Jesus. Yeah. They weren't authored by Father Stosh mm. or Father Larkin or Father Matteo or St. Catherine of Siena or St. Margaret Mary. Jesus said in his own words, you know, I will bless the homes where my heart is honored, where my heart is exposed and honored. And what does that mean to honor? The people who live there, whether individual, family, community, they give their attention to the presence of Christ dwelling there. I think you of know, that scripture as for me and my house, we will serve, serve the, the Lord. Lord. Absolutely. And I love this definition. And Father, I think it's great if, or it'd be good if you could read that definition because it really, from Father Larkin's book, it highlights everything we are talking about. Well, you know, Father Larkin, uh, 
as we said earlier, is one of those beautiful priests who felt called by the Lord to spend his life building up the kingdom of God by making the Sacred Heart the center of the family, the center of every single human person's soul. And uh, he gives us some beautiful insights into what is the enthronement? You know, the enthronement of the Sacred Heart means then that the recognition of Jesus as the God-man who is all loving and merciful is the king and friend of the family, of those who live in that household. It means giving our Lord the first place in our hearts and our family life. It is like a heart exchange. Mm. Jesus gives us his heart to us, and we offer our hearts to him. And under the influence of his grace. So his grace permeates all of Mm. who we are in our lives, and it helps us to live in that state of grace. And the Lord really brings about a transformation of our hearts, that is, of our attitudes, changing indifferences into love, apathy into action, and fear into trust. We become different persons where we have had a change of heart. I love that, Frank. He changes our fear I like into that. trust. And we yeah. can't do it on our own. We are own. slaves of fear he in today's world. It. You know, we're afraid of what others are going to think. We're afraid of what our yeah. spouses think. We're afraid of what our bosses think. We're afraid of what our neighbors think. We're afraid of what our visitors are going to think. You know, they come into our home for Christmas or the New Year and they see the tree. Okay. Oh, but what are they going to think when they see the Christmas crib? Hmm. Well, I mean, on one hand, who cares? Jesus is at the center of the home. You know, let them encounter Jesus. Don't let them encounter you. Let the Lord be the one they really meet there. But fear drives so many of us today, and it drives us into being run ragged. And but we the Lord can't turns that do fear it on trust. our own, Father. No way. We can't do it well, on our own. We, and we, have we a, need him. We, <laughs> we need him. And, and we have a phone number to call in. Scott uh, Williamson is waiting, 614-459-4820. And you call in for a couple of reasons. One, you might have a question. Two, you might want to sign up for the enthronement. And we want you to understand it's a two-step process. We come out, we the missionaries, we bring everything you need. And it takes about an hour to help you in the preparation phase. Then we have a wonderful DVD for the next week that you'll be, pr- you'll be praying the rosary, listening to the DVD. It takes about... 40 minutes every Father night. Father will answer the questions. And he'll answer a lot of questions. <laughs> and then we'll come out a week later for the enthronement process, which takes about an hour. But I think what we, when you were talking about this change of hearts, you know, I, I, I underline changing indifferences into love. Mm-hmm. I just think in our marriage, our relationship with Joanne and I, I think in any marriage today, there are going to be situations. And either we're going to handle them in love mm-hmm or we're going to handle them in anger. And yeah. Jesus mm. allows us to handle them in love. Yeah. And that's when we go to the image in the house, and we say, Jesus, we trust in you. Help us work through this situation, because humanly we cannot. Right. And, you know, so oftentimes mm-hmm. for each of us, when we become angry, it's ultimately because we're afraid of the truth. Mm. When we become angry at our spouse, when we become angry at our friends, when we become angry at our parents, at our children, it's ultimately because we're afraid that they're right. You know, oh, I and like it's like, that. oh man, so I'm just going to, I'm going to be angry, <laughs> but I'm going to stop this conversation. And I'm ultimately going to stop my learning. Uh, is that know? called huh? pride? Yes. Yes. That's one way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> so, very much so. But look what the Lord does. He changes that. He opens us up to real truth, which mm. sometimes comes from those who are closest to us. And we really don't want to have to admit that they're right mm. because we've given them enough turf, you know, <laughs> so yeah. like, but it's not giving the turf to them. It's giving the turf to the Lord, opening ourselves to truth and that fear oh, and the anger that all comes about as a result of uh, that fear of the truth. And, and the, the Lord enemy wants to be the loves truth. to stir that oh, up. Oh, Han does he ever. Yeah, he loves yeah. to just ruin things and oh, make it yeah. all dirty. Oh, yeah. You, you yep. know, Father Larkin's book was written 40 years ago in uh, 1978. And I was thinking there'll be some big birthdays this year. We have a son who'll be 40. So uh, mm. that's, but you think of 40 years ago, Father, um, I, I just don't, I, 40 years ago, the, the stress level, or other things going on in family life was not to the point where it is today. No, you're right. It, it's almost like it's just flipped. Yeah. Back then, the kids could go run around the neighborhood. Uh, you could leave your doors unlocked. Leave the doors unlocked. Yeah. Put the keys in the car and leave them there. Yeah. And uh, today, what has happened? And I think when we take Jesus out, yeah, this is what we're dealing with. Well, and with the Lord having been dethroned in the world, and in our nation, and in our neighborhoods, 
how do we start to re-enthrone him? Well, mm. you start with your human heart first. Mm. We have to start with the person. We give ourselves over to the Lord completely and entirely, and then we give our household over to the Lord. And then we give witness to that liberating power of his spirit and of his presence through his heart. We give witness to that through the joy of our lives, through our being liberated from fear, fear of truth, from fear of being wrong. We, we're set free from all that, and we live lives that are transformed. We are the liberated sons and daughters of God the Father because his son, Jesus Christ, dwells within our home. He gives us hope. He gives us hope. And so we become witnesses to that hope to our neighbors. And then we start to transform you know, from this house to our neighbors in the street and then basically the entire world. But we have to go in. And, you know, one of the, a question has come in from some of our listeners. It's um, if someone is not Catholic— uh, can they enthrone mm, that's a the great sacred question, heart in their Father. home? And the answer is yes, absolutely, of course. The process we use for the enthronement is richly imbued with the prayers and the uh, traditions of the Catholic experience of Christianity. But anyone can use this. But, um, you know, we've had these calls come in at Holy Family where I'm stationed, and I've done the enthronement for those who are not Catholic. But I also highlight, you know, I'm not going to be changing the prayers yeah, because the prayers are given to us by the Lord and the prayers have proven to be true Mm -hmm. and effective in how we open our hearts. And you know what? No one's had a problem. Mm. It's always been richly beautiful and beneficial for all of those who have brought the Lord's sacred heart. And sometimes they're not ready for the actual enthronement. So I give them the image. I said, start with the image, you know, Mm. read the promises, especially that ninth promise. The Lord says, I'm going to bless your home Mm. because you have exposed and honored my heart there. I think we ought to cover the promises, Father, because why are we doing this? Jesus said, if you do this, these are the 12 promises. Absolutely. As long as you expose my heart, but you have to continue to honor honor my heart. Well, and it's it's beautiful. We've covered this two-step process. You know, the first step is bringing his heart into the home. The second step is living in union with his heart, giving attention to the Lord. And if you hear all of the promises together, both steps are intertwined in all of them. The first promise our Lord gives to humanity, to those who will honor and venerate his sacred heart, the first promise, I will give them all the graces necessary for their state in life. Wow. All the graces necessary for their state in life. Mm-hmm. The second promise, I will give peace in their families. Mm-hmm. I have never met anyone who mm-hmm. doesn't need peace. Mm-hmm. I've never met them. Um, if you're out there, call in, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have all the peace that you need, we need to know you and we need to know what you're doing. Um, the third promise. The Lord will give and promises to those who honor and venerate his sacred heart. The third promise, I will console them in all their troubles. The fourth, they shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life and especially at the hour of death. The fifth promise, I will pour abundant blessings on all their undertakings. The sixth promise, sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. I love that because sinners, we all are sinners. And we find ourselves slaves to fear, which drives anger. Mm. That slavery to fear drives wow. anger. And the Lord wants, he wants to take away that anger. He wants to take away that fear. Mm. And he wants us to know as sinners that in his heart, there's a source, an infinite ocean of mercy. The seventh prophet, promise, tepid souls shall become fervent. And the eighth, fervent souls shall speedily rise to great perfection. I've never met anyone who says, I want to stay lame in the spiritual life. <laughs> You know, I just want to be a loser in the kingdom of God. It's like, okay, you've got issues, you know? I mean, you got more issues than even I can help you with, dude. So come on. No one says, I want to be lame. And, you know, it's like, I want to be the non-existing saint in heaven. Well, no, it doesn't work that way. Like, we're all tepid or fervent. So come on, get with the program. Get into the game. Uh, fervent soul shall speedily rise to great perfection. The ninth promise, the promise that drives this whole ministry that is Sacred Heart Columbus. The ninth promise, I will bless the homes in which the image of my Sacred Heart shall be exposed and honored. You want peace? You want hope? You want love? You want to be liberated? You bring the Sacred Heart into your home, and the Lord will bless you and all those that are there. You know, on that, Father, a lot of the homes that we've already, over a thousand homes, we've already enthroned. I think what we've seen is they say it's once and done. Yeah. And it isn't. Mm-hmm. That word honored, no. exactly. meaning ongoing. That's, ongoing a, that's a key Because word. we don't know when these promises are going to be answered. Right. But we, will, we have to be faithful on yeah. the honoring part. Yeah. And the 10th promise, I will give to priests the power to touch the most hardened of hearts. Mm. You know, I, I, a lot of my brother priests, I myself included, you're preaching, you're teaching, you're working, you're hearing confessions, and you, you look out sometimes from the pulpit or you hear it in the confessional, it's like these hearts, they're so wounded, they're so scarred. 
why is it I just can't find the right words to help mm-hmm. them? Well, the fact of the matter is, we as priests will never have those right words. The Lord will. And if we give ourselves as priests over to a sacred heart, mm-hmm. he will work through us to reach those hardened of hearts. So the priests have to die to themselves so that the Lord may live mm-hmm. in and through and with them through every word, through every action. The 11th promise, those who propagate, those who spread this devotion shall have their names written in my heart and it shall never be effaced. Anytime you give witness to the power of Mm -hmm. our Lord, anytime you direct the attention of others towards his sacred heart, you're spreading the reality of his kingdom. You're propagating that devotion and he's going to keep that in mind and your name is written on his heart. Wow. My name, my name is written in many places. <sighs> I want my name in his heart. You know, exactly. <laughs> I have many letters of complaint with my name in there. I don't care about that. I want my <laughs> name in his heart. And the twelfth and final promise our Lord gives to humanity, to those who will venerate his sacred heart, the all-powerful love of my heart will grant to all those who shall receive communion on the first Friday of nine consecutive months the grace of final repentance. They shall not die under my displeasure nor without receiving their sacraments. My heart shall be their assured refuge at the last hour. Some people ask, why nine months? What's the significance of nine months? Oh, that's a good question. Well, the first novena, or the first period of nine, was between our Lord's Ascension Hmm. and Pentecost. The apostles were in prayer for Hmm. nine solid days between Ascension Hmm. and Pentecost. So that intense period of nine days The Lord is Mm. saying, you know, elongate it, extend it, nine months. Give Mm. me nine months where on the first Friday you come to Holy Mass, (laughs) you make a good confession, you strive to live in my presence for nine months. And that bond, that period of time spent in intense prayer, that is something that will never be forgotten, ever. You know, Father, when people um, are being challenged today and we're saying we, we want the enthronement, we want first Fridays, it reminds me, and you would probably have a better understanding in Exodus, when they had to put the blood on the lentil. Absolutely, yeah. What, today, are we putting that blood on our lentils because of the sacred heart, or are we just saying, oh, we don't need it? Our yeah. Lord has told us we need these, and these are the promises. Well, and that's what I, like that uh, beautiful phrase we heard. He turns apathy into action. Yeah. He turns that apathy. I mean, I got a lot of people who say, I believe in Jesus. It's like, really? Where do you go to Holy Mass? Oh, I don't go to Mass. Where do you go to have your <laughs> sins confessed? Oh, I, I don't confess my sins. But you believe in the Lord. It's like the coldness there. He turns that coldness into warmth, that apathy into action. And uh, he transforms lives. And he helps us to make sure that we are always attentive to and his Father, presence. And Father, you read it in the first segment, but to maybe repeat it again. But Father Larkin said, before you say you tried everything right. and nothing works, you feel God has abandoned you and your family? Well, if you haven't tried the means given to us by our Lord, devotion to the Sacred Heart, you haven't tried everything. Exactly. So if you think you've tried everything, got to try this. Got to try it. <laughs> try it. You'll like it. And if you don't call in today, remember, we're going to be at both conferences. Stop by and see us and uh, sign up there. And you can always call St. Gabriel Radio yeah. also. Yeah. And once again, if you find yourself in that position, you're listening to this segment of the Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and you're thinking, you know, some of what's been said really applies to me, but I just, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. Please, for your own benefit, just find that image of the Lord's Sacred Heart. Uh, Bring that image into your home. Ask, you know, challenge yourself in this new year to acknowledge his presence in your life day in and day out. There's a family, very dear friends of mine, live up in Powell, the McQuaids. They had the Sacred Heart in their common room. And uh, just before Christmas, they moved the Sacred Heart uh, to the entrance of their house where he is noticeable every morning and throughout the day as they come down the steps. Change it up sometimes. He sees them. Mm -hmm. You know, he sees them and they see him. And uh Patrick, the the husband and father, he said, you know, Father, there are some mornings I come down to leave for work and I see the Lord's sacred heart right there. Mm. And he goes, you know, I'm thinking, I don't really like what he sees Mm -hmm. or I'm not really sure I feel comfortable seeing him. But that's a powerful reminder. It's a powerful reminder that he is there and uh, he is there and and he wants to be there. You know, he came to save each one of us, not just those who are perfect, not just those who already have their halos. Amen. And uh, also keep in mind, we get this question frequently. Um, Previous episodes of the Sacred Heart Hour are also available to listen to at stgabrielradio.com. They have an awesome archive of all of the programs mm-hmm. they've had. And uh, St. Gabriel Radio is a true gift and treasure to it the Christian is. community here in Central Ohio. 
And as we uh, bring to a close this Sacred Heart Hour on the first Friday of the month of January, we commend ourselves to the mercy of God and to the glory of his Sacred Heart. And we keep in mind all of those for whom we have promised to pray in times past. And let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Most kind Jesus, we humbly kneel at thy feet. We renew the consecration of our family, of ourselves, to your divine heart. You are our King forever. In you we have full and entire confidence. May the Holy Spirit penetrate our thoughts, our desires, our words, and our deeds. Bless all of our undertakings, share in our joys and in our trials and in our labors. Grant us to know you better, to love you more, and to serve you without faltering. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. This is listener-supported WVSG Columbus, Ohio, the home for St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820.